0: Hello, I'm Glenn Kubish, warming up in Edmonton. This is the Three Things Podcast, a short weekly, your choice of spelling there, collection of three things that left behind marks of happiness and gratitude in the vortex. This week, number one open house. The Grim Reaper has been to our door. It was not unexpected, it was that time. Look at look at you! Oh, you look so good. How are you guys doing? Okay, stay safe. Well, you don't have to worry about anything. You're the grim reaper. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> Halloween is still a thing for me. I haven't dressed up since going as Elliot, the uh, kid in E.T. A decade or so ago now, I wore a red hoodie. My friend Amina gifted me an E.T. doll that I rigged up uh, in a basket on the front of my bike for the ride into work. Sheila always has the better costume ideas, though. This year, she went as U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sheila thinks about these things. Unable to sleep one night before Halloween, she started making lists in the middle of the night. In addition to Notorious RBG, she considered going as a piece of candy corn, Maria from Sound of Music, or Beams, or the guy who got stuck in the Talis Dome. Emergency crews in Edmonton had to step up to rescue a person who found themselves trapped inside one of the city's most unique art installations? Yes, you heard there that. is lots about Halloween as an adult that makes it a pale version. Of North End Halloween's past, nobody uses their pillowcases as bags anymore. Houses that don't observe the low holiday don't get eggs. Parents are everywhere. Kids get driven around in cars, most alarmingly. The little trick-or-treaters knock on the door or ring the doorbell like they were selling natural gas contracts. All that said, it remains a one-of-a-kind night in the hood. It's the night where the sidewalks get used. It's the night where our neighbor erects the 12-foot-high skeleton in the front yard. And this year, a life-sized, motion censored heavy metal guitarist. It's the night where our front door stays unlocked when the doorway becomes a kind of jaw or mouth in conversation with the approaching creatures and their sweet teeth. Number two, Fellowship of the Rinks. Temperature three degrees at the opening face-off. And here it comes. McDevitt in! I don't know if I quite believe today's professional hockey players when they wax nostalgic as they did at the Heritage Classic about growing up playing hockey on outdoor rinks. What's the average age of an NHL player these days? 27? Well, that means they were... That means they were born in like 96, a couple of years after our youngest son, Michael, who played or practiced regularly on outdoor rinks approximately zero times in his minor hockey career. I will tell you who did play minor hockey on outdoor rinks, me. I went back to the source to confirm this and got a flood, got a a mother load of memories. Do you remember me as a boy playing outdoor hockey?
1: Oh, are you kidding? Of
0: course. What do you remember?
1: (laughs) Freezing. Freezing feet, standing around the horse uh, the horse. <laughs> the, uh, the stove, and uh, and just be, being at outdoor rinks and watching, especially at St. Francis, right? And even even watching practices. <laughs> That's how loyal we were. I can remember Dad being at the, the rink and shuttling the the rink and everything, and. Uh, I got a special parka and ski pants <coughs> to wear to your games. Special boots and uh, heavy okay, socks good. and stuff. Yeah. Before that I just had little thin little boots and stuff, dress up boots.
0: Who who made the ice at Saint Francis? Did you run a big <laughs> hose or did you or did you or did you dump pails of water? How did it work?
1: Oh, Dad's in the garage. Uh, oh, where did the water come from to make the rink at St. Francis? Quick, I got Glenn here. Where did the water come from to make the rink at St. Francis? From the building. From the building, he says. From the college, like the yeah, from the college. Got a hose or carried buckets? A hose. A hose. Oh, I guess, like you did at CTV, something like you did at CTV.
0: Who were the, the best players back then in those early days?
1: In the early days, uh, well, in the early, early days, it was Frank Bearzam. Then later, Perry. Oh, uh, Mitch.
0: Mitch. Mitch, yeah. yeah. Mitch had uh, Mitch's dad who had the European uh, schooling. He wanted us to play more European style. Right? Oh, which
1: but, what's different
0: about Europeans? Just be smart. It's not just work, 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 hit, 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 okay. hit. It's just, it's think. He was kind of really influenced by the need to change the Canadian game after the Russians schooled us in, in 72. Like he was a student oh. of the game. Bob was. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And, like, and Mitch, Mitch inherited that. Bob is who I learned the word. Uh, we, we learned calisthenics. What? Fitness was important to him. You have to be in shape. Yeah.
1: So, did you guys uh, do fitness? I yeah. don't remember.
0: We hated it. Like we okay. had to go running at St. Mary's Arena, maybe.
1: Okay. In the
0: backyard there with the uh-huh. with the coyotes, but it was it was.
1: It was a fun time. You know,
0: we were with our friends. The Classic uh, happened in front of almost 60,000 people at Commonwealth Stadium last week, in part because outdoor games in front of 30 and 40 people happened at outdoor rinks in northeast Edmonton and across the country in the good, cold days of war. Number three, alliteration. I like alliteration. I Check that. I love alliteration. I delight in the way it allows the listener who is following a linear line forward in a story or a sentence or a verse to simultaneously loop back and linger for an extra beat in what has gone before. To kind of echo a bit of time travel. In alliteration, we're dealing in traces, generations. In trying to get to heaven, Dylan, under the P, sees the people on the platforms and feels their hearts are beaten like pendulums swinging on chains. Under the B, he's riding in... Buggy. The SH, he's been to Sugar Town and shook the sugar down. There's a looser kind of alliteration afoot in the song, too. Or at least I think I can make out its tracks. Listen for all the H's in the song. Hotter, high, heat, haunt, hurry, heart, here, house, hearts, hollow. All these H's that, that tremble faintly in memory under the tolling H of heaven.
1: Now I'm trying to get to heaven. Before
0: they close the door. Hey, thanks for being out there, friends. See you next time.